0: Welcome to Catch the Fire's Family Life Podcast, a chance to hear about what God is doing amongst us as a family in London, and to get into the Word of God together. Please. For more information about getting plugged into Catch the Fire, check out our website cpflondon.com and our church out
1: Welcome to another episode, episode something or other, of... Family life.
0: I think it's thirteen. Thirteen. This is the. Bit, I always lose count. I, yeah. Yeah. This it's is the nice bit of
1: the it. episode that Tom likes the most because I think the first time we had a conversation about which episode it was, it lasted about five minutes, and Tom was exasperated wherever he was listening that we could spend that long talking about what episode it is rather than just chatting. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, so we actually started recording. Yeah. Yeah, we have actually. We're yes. oh, now. Amazing. Yeah, yes. Hello, everyone. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> the voice that you can hear is none other than Dan Davison. Welcome. What's up? Um, Dan is, uh, a willing volunteer to be part of the <laughs> chat today. And, um, we're going to ask a few questions about who Dan is, why he's in this room. And, um, we're going to do a little, a bit of a different family. It's going to be a bit of an interview, a bit of a chat, and we're going to pick up Ephesians two next week. I wrote a bunch of notes Very to curious. do it today. And then everybody who was going to be on the podcast just left the office <laughs> and so <laughs> All of my and great questions.
2: Commitment. So you got, you got me as <laughs> yeah. second, second I can ask you all B of my team. questions about about uh, Ephesians
1: two. Um, but I was like I'm gonna ask some insightful questions and I'm gonna have some information it. if yeah. nobody knows the answer. Yeah. And um, I'm happy
2: to be your BT master. Okay. So I won't take it as a negative.
1: Dan Davidson, <laughs> welcome Hello, uh, to Family me. Life. Um so got me, Dan and Mary here. Um Dan, what what's your What's your role within Catch Fire Ministries overall, and kind of what was your journey into Catch the Fire? Because you've been here forever. You've been here longer Ages. than I have. Yeah. Um, and um, even though we knew each other beforehand, we but we won't go into that. No. Um, a I knew her. the pre-healed version of Dan, and I was scared of him because he was <laughs> big and intimidating. Mm-hmm. And and yeah,
2: I was still a youth pastor then, so you have got to ask yourself, how did <laughs> my youth find that? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's true. So, um, what? Maybe talk about your journey yeah. into Catch yeah. Fire and then no, what you're
2: cool. doing now. Yeah, my pleasure. So, yeah, I think it's, we've just passed the 10 year mark of kind of my connection goal, like with Catch the Fire. But um, yeah, um, as I kind of just suggested, I was a youth pastor um, prior to that, um, prior to being here, and um, doing a degree in youth work and theology with Spurgeon's Bible College. Um, so I was a really good Baptist boy and um, had, had um, a Baptist minister yep son of a preacher man yeah definitely sang that song before hasn't (laughs) hasn't ever gone well on first dates um but you know it seemed to work on ashley so that's good it worked
1: Uh, on ashley or she just saw past it yeah
2: yeah no so um yeah so my dad's a baptist minister um he's actually now kind of like a bishop in the baptist baptist union but um yeah, I was a year off becoming Reverend Dan Davison.
1: No, I know if no. I'd yeah. done, if I i, I not done know one
2: that. Yeah, if I'd done one more year um, post, post-graduation, I'd have been ordained in the Baptist Union. And, um, but I had an encounter. I've I'd, um, I'd been around Catch the Fire for a little while, so initially my connection was through drumming. Mm. Um, I randomly met Tom Allsop through St. Andrew's Chorley Wood, where I was drumming for an amateur dramatics production of Godspell, the musical at St Andrews right. Chorley and and I had to build a drum kit into a scaffolding frame on the set so that it looked like it was part of a building site and Tom was still drumming at St Andrews at that point and on the Sunday morning they had a normal service where Tom had to drum on this drum kit where you had to stand up and basically play. <laughs> he had to drum the yeah. scaffolding
1: just during a service. Exactly
2: <laughs> and um oh and gosh. I met Tom through that at at the Stag Pub in Chorley Wood, just basically having a conversation about how on earth he's going to even <laughs> attempt to play this thing. <laughs> to my um, Jesus, my yeah. Saviour,
1: on the, uh, on on the, the set of yeah, Stomp.
2: Exactly, and it, it basically was. Um, but yeah, so we met Tom through that, and then a friend recommended me, so when they did the, before they panned the catch of our London, they had um, run-up events at mm. the, what's now the Holiday Inn in Wembley, but was mm. the Hilton. Um, and so um, basically got recommended to drum, and I came into it having in a really good way no idea what a catch fire was because at that time i was i was familiar with the holy spirit i could hear the voice of god i was very familiar with few things like new one and with the idea of people getting supernaturally healed and people falling down in the spirit but it wasn't it wasn't by any means as prevalent as a catch fire charismatic concept but mm. i was definitely a judgmental evangelical um, <laughs> who who was convinced that um, it was all experience, and so I su- ended up drumming at this Catch the Fire run-up church event, having no concept of who Catch Fire was, which meant I got in the room. First person I met was Stu, who I instantly respected because he seemed like a very intelligent person, <laughs> um, and and then the second person I met was John Arnott, who is just the loveliest man on the planet, mm. and. And had I, had I met Carol or Chloe first, I probably would have left the building, um, but I met them, which was really the grace of God, and, um, and drummed. And there was um, two things really impacted me from that night. The first was hearing John preach in utter chaos in a room and thinking, this man is talking with such wisdom and experience and such weightiness about the love of the Father, and yet seems to find a lot of enjoyment and excitement in the fact that there's just craziness happening in this room, mm. and, but doesn't seem bothered by it at all. Mm. And I was almost getting fe- offended on his behalf. Um, particularly, the other thing that um, initially impacted me was there was the local Anglican vicar, um, a guy called Fraser McDermott, who oh, was St Cuthbert's vicar at the time, mm. in his dog collar and everything, was spent 45 minutes lying on the floor on his back, bouncing between laughing and roaring like an absolute maniac or vibrating under the power of the god so fast that his feet were b- drumming on the floor like hmm. constantly like humanly impossible for somebody to maintain that and not like their muscles not like fall apart and that, he just did uh, that through the whole yeah. of john's talk after being prayed for by john and i was just like if that anglican vicar yeah. and doc holler can do that there's something for me to find here and yeah i've always been a person huh. that um if something feels right i'll throw myself fully into it regardless i'm quite a spontaneous person but i also when um i had at the time an ungodly belief that god would always move in the last minute with me and mm. so it god would impact something would change and i'd move and that'd be mm. the way I'd, I'd rolled and that's since been dealt with but in that moment i was like right this feels right i don't understand it i don't necessarily like it but it feels good and mm. then i went for a fire tunnel and couldn't stand up <laughs> afterwards and that kind of started all off for me to catch the fire and so um, I went into the final year of my degree, um, working in a in a Baptist church as a youth pastor, doing two days a week voluntarily for Catch the Fire mm. London, um, and and then I travelled to Kenya three times with Stuart and Chloe that year. Um, but yeah, so I did that year was crazy, like writing my dissertation. Um, everything changed. I did a module on modern church history, and in it we had to do student led. Um, seminars and I got I got randomly dealt by complete like chance I got dealt um, the one on the charismatic renewal Ooh. and and basically got to go and talk about everything that I judged about experience and in this question and answer time and Holy Spirit really announced that time and just basically in the past what I thought was all fluff and experience he'd taken me on a journey to understand that actually the Bible if you get rid of everything that's experientially based in the Bible, you get rid of like 90% of the mm. scripture and you're pretty much left with Leviticus, <laughs> which is just, you know, the Bible becomes very bland at that point. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, it just, it just, that just ignited something in me. I just became an utter Holy Spirit junkie. Like I just mm. was, that was me thrown in. And so, um, yeah, it's been an amazing journey. So over the last 10 years, I... You had a few roles, Yeah, I had a few roles. So I, I started out, um, like I said, I had the option after graduation of either ordination or catch the fire and I chose... I chose Catch the Fire, which mm. was, um, which was the faith journey because there's no money. Yeah. If I'd stayed, I'd have had a nice, nice job and nice pay packet. But okay, did a year volunteering. Um, first of all, as was an intern, um, and then, and then basically got started to get paid to do media for Catch the Fire London. Yeah. And so kind of I was. the, oh, the first, 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 the first, third. Yeah. I know. I can tell you
1: something. Mary is a serious upgrade to what I used to be able to do. <laughs> you did good Because um, I, I remember that's when I came in and you were doing flyer design and stuff like that. And you, you, you don't do a lot of that anymore. No. no yeah. but you, I just
0: love the videos of you
1: and Dan. You yeah. When did, yeah, when we did, yeah, we used to do our video notices. You can, can still the find
0: best.
2: them on, I think they're still on Vimeo.
0: Oh, they're
1: so on good. If yeah, you want to watch dan davidson and dan graham jump out
0: of a rubbish bin jump out
1: yeah. yeah jump out rubbish bins appear from underneath soaking blankets yeah all for the purpose of video notices of which maybe 10 people in the congregation understood and found funny yeah. and everybody else newcomers alike had no grid for it Mate. didn't understand it didn't understand why it was being done that way <laughs> and it was just our brains just like bringing things like we had Kamiko dressed up
2: as duncan smith one week <laughs> well, we had Danji pretend to speak in Italian, and I was translating him.
1: Yeah. Quite a lot of inexplicable running, as yeah. well, from one place to another. <laughs> if anyone's listening to this and thinking they may one day plant a church or a ministry, just bear it in mind that in jokes don't work no, brilliantly don't, don't really, don't. for large groups of people who don't yeah. know what you're talking about. I thought they were brilliant. Yeah. And exactly. I and I mourn their loss.
2: Yeah. Hey, we can look. Some, we, well, let's watch them after this. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I did media for a bit, and then as that was going on, just ministry stuff was growing, and um, yeah, and so then that, and then as, as Catch the Fire Ministries used to be based up in Wrexham, in yeah. North Wales, um, fun fact, it was one of the first Catch the Fire named things in the world, was, really? um, was Catch the Fire Ministries UK, yeah, ah. and so... Um, I think we just got beaten to it by Catch Fire Rally, but we beat Toronto to it. So, so there you go. Um, <laughs> we you know, got that chip on our yeah, shoulder. Exactly. So we got that little accolade. Um, yeah. And then, so then that happened. And um, essentially, about probably five years ago, I started transitioning fully for working for Catch Fire Ministries. Mm-hmm. Um, about three years ago now, uh, me and Ashley were um, commissioned by Stu and Chloe mm-hmm. as they kind of started to go into the world team to lead Catch Fire Ministries UK, mm-hmm. um, and and we love it. It's amazing. Catchfire's been through a big rebrand, and we've been talking a lot about dialogue and kind of bringing some language to what we do. And what we've kind of recently been landing on as a concept is these words of, like Catchfire Ministries: we we impact, we empower, we release, and we resource. Is mm. the idea, and so everything we do fits within that. And so yeah. impact is going to a community of people, a person, a people group, a mission field, whatever it is, and bringing the power of the kingdom to impact the atmosphere mm, yeah. um, empowering is enabling people to do it then themselves yeah and so like this week i was on the welsh borders in gloucestershire with some charismatic catholics and
1: That's the name of the group because i love that i love the name it's, of the, week. the
2: camp is called noah's camp which noah's camp. for a welsh that borders summertime is. camp when it's rainy forecast is just asking for troubles <laughs> poetically <that is, laughs> it's beautiful yeah but poetically mm. it's beautiful yeah. um but yeah, so doing training stuff with them. Um, you know, we do mission stuff as well and like outreach stuff. Um, but yeah, really it's it's gathering people into a place where they can be resourced to be sent out again. Mm. Um, and so on one level, I guess it's kind of like the Great the Great Commission. It's empowering people to go mm. and do stuff. And um, and yeah, it's great. We love it.
1: We'd love to hear, just in the time that we got left in a second, I want to hear Mary chat a little bit about some of your spreading the fire, things that are happening with you as well. Um, but from, from the perspective of someone who's going around the world and going around the UK particularly, I know that some of the recent things like the Encounter Nights that we've been doing mm-hmm. have really seemed to have tapped into something that's happening nationally. What are you, like for people who are listening and thinking, well, I, I, I do, I've I got my local church expression, but I don't get to go to mm-hmm. f- 50 places a year and see what, experience what's going on. What What do you feel like? What are the constants or the trends that you're seeing in the kingdom of God, in the spirit, as you go around? It's like, people are really right now hungering for or responding to blank. Mm-hmm. What, what are you, what yeah, are you seeing I mean, I
2: think, I think the church is waking up in the UK, I think massively. The, the common theme we're seeing wherever we go, whether it's like in the middle of the Peak District or whether we're in on the South Coast or whether we're in like Yorkshire, whatever, and different churches, different streams, they're waking up to a reality that actually I think for years we've bought into the line in the UK that the church is in decline mm. and this kind of like defeatist mentality that says oh we just need to we need to fight against other religions gaining a foothold so that we can survive kind of thing and actually there's that's never been true I love church statistics and reading into it and actually the the church is growing rapidly in the UK at the moment mm. and I think it's because I think the People who have who are broken and have historically been afraid of church are being welcomed in a way they've never been before. Mm. Um, I think we're going into church communities where you classically would have it quite marginalised and very much like this is my kind of style church or this is my middle class church or this is my working class church. And now the line's getting so blurred in a beautiful mm. way. You've got people who are like former drug addicts worshipping alongside people who are accountants and lawyers and, and judges and, and people really want an authentic expression of God in their lives mm. and people really want to be set on fire for God and so I think there is a hunger in this country for revival, mm. I think there's an expectation for reformation and I think there's, I think there's a growing desire for not just being spoon fed but actually having your life consistently mm. flavoured by God and not just being a Sunday Christian.
1: Hmm. no it's really it's really good I, I want to ask mary just in a second just maybe you could just give a nutshell answer to this is there anything that you've noticed even in the like the last five years of doing it any trends that you've seen people are seeking less of this and more of that type
2: yeah i think people are they're wanting encounter more mm-hmm. more, and more and more and so we're finding things like the encounter tours and the worship nights are really there because people you know because podcasts like this people who've got access to amazing preachers hmm. like they've never had before and so it's forced us to up our game with our quality of preaching as well hmm. but um people aren't necessarily drawn as they were like 10 years ago to a good preach they're drawn to an encounter a personal hmm. impact point and so it's either um the lo- local churches having access to a new message that's yeah. going to empower them it's yeah, practical yeah. it's life-bringing or it's a personal encounter with the living person mm. of Jesus. And so and so really it feels like there's that emphasis is on the up of drawing people into that, and that's often through worship and ministry and the prophetic and, and some of that. And the thing that's on the down is I think on the down is consumer mm. thing of I'm I'm just gonna go and I'm gonna sit on a seat and listen to somebody say some nice things and leave again. I think mm. yeah. I think that's definitely
1: on the down. Yeah. yeah. Mary, when we last chatted, um, we talked talking about where the lord is leading you next you didn't have uh clear ideas yet, or Mm -hmm. you didn't have anything sorted now you're a little bit more sorted Mm -hmm. i think it's similar perhaps to the direction you're going in some of the stuff that dan's sharing Mm -hmm. can you just share a little bit in general and i know also you're going somewhere next week is it yeah Yeah. so
0: i am part of an organization called circuit riders um that are a part of ywam um which is youth with a mission um and their heart is really just to see the lost saved and the saved revived and mm. everyone experiencing a lifestyle so like good. Jesus. That's such a good that's their tagline. Love that. Yeah, that's that's yeah, the like, <laughs> like, tagline. And so I have such a heart for young adults and for university students, yeah. which is their main kind of area that they go after. Um, and so I will be moving out there in October to Cal- in California to do their DTS, which is a discipleship training school. Hmm. Um, so, so it's three months training and then outreach. And their outreach is their international tour, which is called Carry the Love, and that's mm. to go around university campuses and churches as well they partner with um, to just really equip the students to carry the love of jesus on the campus mm. for their friends for everyone and just really just to bring like the wildfire of jesus mm. on the campus and just to really engage with mm. them and just mm. to bring fun and joy into it um, so yeah with that this is at the end of this week into next week i am staffing their leadership school which it's called 21 Project, which I did out in California three years ago. And the past five years, they've only been America, in America. Um, and they normally do one a year. And this year, they've done seven. Wow. And four of them are international, which is just wild. Like There's just stuff like keeps off really up. Expanding. There's so many opportunities opening up. And people just see that they carry something. And yeah. they just have such a heart for young people. And there's just a really move of the spirit over young people, especially in Europe. Um, They've just finished up a school in Norway, and it was just wild, some of the testimonies Mm. that have come out of that. And some of the students went out onto the streets and saw so many people saved. Um, So yeah, this is the first ever one in London, and we have about 70 students coming, um, which represent 20 nations. So I'm just so expectant to see God really impact them. 20 nations in one school. Mm -hmm. Um, And usually the school is about three weeks, but we're doing a five-day intensive, so it's going to be well on. (laughs) But it's just going to be wild, and I'll be helping with... Um, So we split into tracks to specialise. We have like biblical training all together and leadership training, and then we split it off into specific tracks. Um, And I'll be helping staff the media one, so we'll be creating campaigns. You're saying
1: (laughs) staff. Use the word. You're going to be teaching. Yeah,
0: teaching the media track. Um, Awesome. So we are creating campaigns for the Carry Their Love Tour um, and just kind of teaching the students how you can use practical gifts as a tool in the kingdom and how you can use a camera to help preach the gospel. Come Amazing. On, but That's yeah, so it's good. really exciting what's happening. Um, so yeah, any prayer would be great for these next few days, just for all the students that they just really mm. come ready to encounter God yeah. and just really just are impacted and That's go so back good. to their towns really on fire. But yeah. It's
1: so good hearing stuff like that, hearing what you're saying, Dan, and what you're saying, Mary, and then knowing in the background there's the Europe shall be saved and mm-hmm. stadiums yeah. being filled. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, actually, I'm Uh, it feels like we're either stepping into the ankle deep sort of shin knee deep of something that's happening Mm -hmm. or it's just about to happen you know I I just kind of feel like there's a there's there's enough evidence that's in different Mm -hmm. organizations and different things to suggest that something's happening it's not just like hey soul survivor is kicking off and there's loads of youth Mm -hmm. coming to Jesus but it's only happening with Soul Survivor, mm-hmm. or like, it's not just like one ministry yeah. is operating an area, there's multiple mm-hmm. ones, so I, I just think that's brilliant, yeah. um, and... Yeah. Um,
2: there's some amazing stuff
1: coming, like, I think The Turning is coming to London yeah. soon as well, yeah.
2: which is um, Pastor Yenker's, mm-hmm. who's actually, he's about to be the new president of the Baptist Union for oh, right. the UK, yeah. which right. is just amazing, and so... Um, that's cool you've got yeah, yeah. So, there's just so many streams isn't there just coming together yeah, and it's just the like
0: barriers are being broken this, down and people are just yeah, in it for Jesus yeah this incredible glory the concoction
2: mm-hmm. coming together is amazing
0: mm-hmm.
1: so just as we're landing if you're listening to this you may be member of the church and completely connected in and you're in Ignite group and you're serving and all the rest of it this is your family brilliant if you're not get connected with us get um connected with catch fire UK and the conferences we've got going on, join a team serve, just be part of us because we're just like wanting to ride the wave like everyone else is uh-huh. what God's doing. Um, Things coming up in London. We've got our 10th birthday celebration coming up in September. Mm. Yeah. And um, we've got Mark Dupont, who some of you will have heard, um, he gave a prophetic word in Toronto before the revival of Toronto, in Toronto kicked off. And he basically, his word was basically like, get ready, it's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're really excited to have him. Dan, some of the UK stuff that's yeah, coming I mean, up. even
2: Just to plug Mark Dupont, he is a prefer- he is a six foot six, motorbike riding, American <laughs> prophet. Like, what's there not to love about that guy? Yeah. <laughs> He's epic. He has a Harley. I love him. Yeah. He's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, other stuff we've got coming up. We have got Eric Gilmore. Yeah. Who I'm, miss one it. I'm on for, oh holiday. Oh, man. You are going to miss it. Is yeah, it and it was
1: booked in after I booked my holiday. I have, <laughs> so I'm, um, I have never seen trouble about that.
2: my wife to be so impacted by a single message. Really? Yeah. It massively impacted me. But Eric, his uh, contemporary with Daniel Colender, went to Brownsville yeah. um, Theology School. Uh, mm. but he runs Sonship International. An amazing man of God who... Um, it's going to be doing two nights um, with us in the Harrow area in September, yes. which is great. The twenty fourth, twenty fifth, um, and then the other really exciting thing for this year—I was talking about Encounter a lot. We've got the Encounter Heaven Conference coming up, which we're doing in partnership with Saint Paul's Hammersmith. Um, again, another just amazing thing where we're bridging, Ooh, bridging, yeah. mm-hmm. bridging across with the Anglicans, and um, we've got Joshua Mills. Who, if you've never heard of him, look him up. He's known as the Golden Preacher. Um, He will literally, while he's preaching, have oil and gold dust manifesting all over his body. He's a worship leader. He will stretch your expectations of what God can do in your life. Uh, David (laughs) Wagner, who, if you were here last time, amazing, Amazing. prophetic voice, speaks from the Father, which I think is so beautiful. And um, and that's and we've got Chris and Summer Sheely as well. Come across to worship from Catch Fire Music. New Catch Fire tomorrow. on Friday. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: And Um, I'm totally guessed. I mean, I think if you know Chris and Summer Sheely, you'd guess that it was summer. It's the, the picture yeah. of the album of like her yeah, jacket, with, jacket. A, with a with yeah. mm-hmm. like, but I'm still quite impressed that I guessed it was her. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well download done. the album. Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. going live on all things. Steve Teb's on music. it. Yeah, um, Steve's on it quite a lot actually. He's yeah. got multiple tracks on it. Mm-hmm. Cool, which is cool. Um, I can't, I can't make any jokes about Steve Tebb because this is a public <laughs> thing. But if this was, if, yeah. if Steve was in the room, I'd be making all kinds of jokes yeah. in his direction right now. But we love you, Steve. Yeah, we do. You're amazing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah so that's that's going to be an amazing mm-hmm. finish the year, and we've
2: got a whole load of other events happening in amongst cool. that as well.
1: And seeing as we're interviewing you, you got some other stuff coming up
2: yeah we're having a baby girl you're right? a baby girl yeah
1: it's exciting in eight weeks man Exciting. and i'm saying <laughs> my life is about to change radically. so thrilled for you guys and also i'm like oh lord you made you, you you made made it a girl and i feel like that was done just to sort of give ashley a little a little help, help yeah. over the line Chloe said she was praying we'd have a girl
2: first because she doesn't think the world's ready for a little me yet <laughs> <laughs> I, was
1: <laughs> like, I was like you're like, not
2: allowed to pray that stuff <laughs> I was
1: like Ashley having like just a uh, like a a, a, mini a a mini Dan when she's got the big one, that mm-hmm. you know she yeah. probably doesn't know what to do with most of the time anyway. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that's the Lord's favour on your family. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, and no, I'm excited for you. Come on. No, it's cool. And it's Ashley's fun. due eighth of October. Many blessings yeah. upon you and your family. Thank you. Awesome. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, oh, yeah. Have mm-hmm. a great rest week. Thanks, classy. Dan. Thanks, Mary. Right. Well. <laughs> I can help it, I couldn't <laughs> help it.